0: Good reason, after sporting Kansas City's huge 4-3 to win over Chicago. Everyone is feeling very good. Allie's been doing handstands in the studio. What is everyone's number I
1: cannot one? I not do handstands. Everyone knows that. <laughs>
2: I was trying to make you look cool. You're the much more logical choice That's than Bob cool. and
0: We are back in the studio again for week three, another Shades of Blue. Um, let's do a quick roll call here. My name is Cody Bradley.
1: Allie Trost.
0: Uh, Robert Rustert. Bad Bell. Okay, uh, we're going to do a quick recap of the Chicago game, of course. We're going to run through all the goals. And then we're going to do a little rapid-fire questioning for everyone to get some honest answers, hopefully. And uh, then we're about some talk pressing about issues,
3: Cody.
4: Pressing issues. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, and then we're gonna do some. We have some. Uh, some of those questions are from Twitter. We're gonna answer some of those. Talk about the left back situation. If we're gonna be good on defense, and maybe even talk about Namath a little bit, and then of course preview uh, Saturday's game against San Jose. So shall we jump into it? Absolutely. Let's jump. Do it. Okay, um, Chicago goals. open the scoring, Gutierrez in the ninth minute. Uh, Zusi kind of got it started, sent Russell in, who poked it away, and nodded home for the first goal from Gutierrez. It was very good to see. And it wasn't that easy of a finish, either. That was, that was not an easy header with a guy in between him and the goal.
1: You know,
2: it was an easy header, but also a guy of that quality should have made that header, you know, 90% of the time, so...
1: Well, I just think that we don't see enough headball goals, so it maybe to us seemed like it was much harder than it actually was because we have been deprived of a lot of you know getting the head on the ball in the box
0: mean for me for me, it was weird just because I think last year Dom Dwyer would have somehow tried to volley that over the goal or something bad or we would have missed it last year and oh yeah if, we're not used to that calm cool and collectedness if
2: if any of our center forwards had dropped it to their foot it probably would have went 50 foot over the crossbar
0: <laughs> yeah so i'm going to give him a little credit there there was some work to be done it was a bit of a gimme but but he did he did well there what i
3: really like about that goal though is uh Beisler's cross crossfield ball to Zuzi. i mean that was that was beautiful and then the run that uh, Johnny Russell makes in front of Zuzi, and
0: then Zuzi plays a great ball to him. So. Yes, and through his body just to get that one last touch on it. That was, that was good. Um, all right, and then we double the lead. Shallowy gets it going in the 44th minute, takes it down to the touch line, and not a very complicated ball or, or didn't have a lot of pace on it, just kind of rolled through the box, just found a hole, and Johnny Russell smashes it home.
1: Well, right. I just think that... I mean, that's vintage Shallowy, just the calm, cool, collected guy up top. Doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't complicate the oh, game. And I so love, cute. you know what, that is not, <laughs> he, is he cute? Yes, is very cute. But he's also, he deserves all the praise. I mean, he, how many other, you know, anyone else up there, not anyone else, but I'm just saying the way that Shallowy is able to just make it look easy, even when it might not be, he always, it's like, Boom, that's what we need we just need someone that we need the playmaker and he he was that and it was
2: it was a really calm pass through the box to a guy running into the box it, it so many other forwards not that we will mention anybody that now resides in Orlando would have just <laughs> smashed it at the keeper and tried to score at that point
1: uh-huh and I think that's what I like about shall we the most and i mean how many times will i talk about on this podcast we'll find out a lot more we're not a lot done. more we're not done it's a hopefully, drinking game. hopefully he gives us more reasons to talk but yes, every,
2: everybody drink next every time ali says shall we? <laughs> yeah.
1: but i think what i like the most is that he can be the assist guy but he's also not afraid you know to take on the keeper to take on that final defender and put it in Put it in the goal
0: okay well that we're we're gonna get into that later we're know, trying we're, we're doing a quick one i know well, we hey want i talk have to about say it, i
3: have to say russell
0: just finishing that ball is just nice to oh. see that we f- we're finishing balls and i know again so comfortable yeah. two of those just there. just like on the first goal yeah. it was it was smashed home and uh, we don't <laughs> we don't do that very often yeah.
1: and if we can see more between that duo out there this season i think fans and vermes and players alike will be very happy
0: and then, after a two goal lead, the most dangerous lead in soccer, of course, um, Schweinsteiger makes a very good move on both Gerso and Madronda, makes them both look poor, and then dinks it into the box right on the head of uh, Katai and draws one back. And me and Bob were going at it a little bit. <laughs> He wants to blame my guy. We're Madronda. all friends here, Cody. We're all but, friends here. Uh, <laughs> but for how long? <laughs> there's there's some blame there. There a a laxadaisical defending or overzealous defending, perhaps if you're Jimmy Madronda, who got nutmegged on the play. But it was also just quality quality play from a world class player, and he put the ball right on someone's head, right in the box.
3: There's no doubt about that. Um, and both Urso and Madronda. you know, I just recently come into the match was understandable, but still uh, I just don't like the over commitment at the top of your own box when you're defending the lead. Just something to me that's a cardinal sin. Um but you know, um yeah. Well done by Schweinsteiger and, and a deserved goal for sure.
2: Come on, let's let's give Madrand a little slack here. He just came onto the field, didn't even have a chance to get fully warmed up. The guy didn't hardly play in preseason. He's a professional
3: saying, soccer player, Thad. I'm not saying he's <laughs> not to-
2: blame at all, but yeah. let's cut him a little slack there. You can blame
0: him on the next one. <laughs> and, and not to create the theme that we're going to pick on Aikopara, but the guy, Katai, was Opara's man on that, and you can see him desperately trying to get back in front of him on that play, but he was definitely a little behind there. Plenty With of blame, blame to go around, uh,
3: allowing three all right. goals in a row and letting them come back in the game for sure. But.
0: Yes, and then the floodgates open for them uh, just five minutes later. Nikolic gets one off a corner kick uh, that we apparently can't defend them or score them. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it, it looked like Seth let him float off of his back shoulder, and uh, Seth didn't could have got a, a head on it or broken it up a little bit, but it went right past him and into the net. And then
2: you're looking at us like you're expecting some controversy.
3: Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the right goal. On the mark. And that's that the goal, I believe, cool. also where Madronda was. That was Madronda's man, uh, McCarty, was. And he just totally blew the play of the ball, the flight of the ball, and lost his man. And then McCarty's the man who played it in and that ended up obviously getting eventually touched in.
0: Yeah, Madronda was literally spun in a circle <laughs> in, the, in the middle of that play. Yes. Kind of got lost, overran the ball, and spun in a circle.
3: And is like, what the? And he yeah, tries I, to I defend. he literally but, yeah. says that. If we, you know,
1: we, <laughs> we have it playing here in front of us. Uh, and I think Ilie did did, did uh, make that
5: comment.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure which language,
2: but
1: when, yeah, I was about to say I was like he. It could have been that. We're not sure. <laughs> we need a translator in the uh, in the studio tonight.
0: And then uh, it was the 82nd minute. They took the lead. Uh, just a span of 12 minutes, down two to nothing, up three to two. Um, a floated ball all the way across the box, over everyone's head, and. I think even Chicago thought the ball was going out of bounds. None of them moved. Uh, it was ran down, and Nikolich smashed it home.
3: Yeah, just for me, a case of everybody, everybody. I mean, there's like five guys, I think, there that just hawk to that ball instead of looking to see where the danger areas are, danger men are. And it's a cardinal sin, again, in my book.
1: And just, well, like Cody said earlier, we'll get into it, but just kind of Exposes more of our defensive flaws that we are seeing this season that are waving major red flags, especially here in the uh, early on in the season. For
0: me, it looks like Melia overran that ball a little too much. Uh, was not even in front of was you know outside of his own post there and struggling to get back to recover there.
3: Agree, plenty of blame to go around. Right, right,
0: right. Um, and then it was just two minutes later, Madranda. Cleans up a bit of a mess and Sporting KC tie the game. Uh, another another good one that was actually smashed home. We've, we are used to seeing Madranda smash the ball over the net.
3: <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yes, that was very well taken from him. Uh, and then the winner came two minutes after that on what's got to be going to be one of the, the prettiest goals oh. of, of the season.
1: Everyone go think. vote for that
3: goal. <laughs> I it mean, went, Johnny Russell, guys, come on. Um, oh my gosh. Come on.
0: Run for. Three fourths of the field, uh, showed off some speed there, and then that one quick touch in the nutmeg. That was you could kind of could almost see it developing. You could see yeah. the wheels turning in his head. Like oh, there's that, there he's he can split them there. And uh yeah, that was beautiful. And then if you look, he almost killed himself getting that final touch <laughs> on it and knocks up a, a chunk of turf that like it looked like he almost could have hurt himself. But
3: and then I mean the back heel and the dummy and the finish. It had beautiful. it all. It had yeah. it all, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Allie, who
2: passed that ball to the who is, guy who back
1: scored? Who was that, Ellie? <laughs> <Yeah.
5: Ooh.
1: laughs> I'm kidding. Everyone's going to think I have, a, like, a crush on Shallie. But do. I have a crush we're, on we're gonna him. That one now. Yeah. We're, we're gonna make that Just see
3: fun. her eyes light up he if is, you guys can see this okay, here in the studio.
1: A, one of my favorite players to watch. and No, what's
0: funny is she probably has a crush on someone else, and she's like, no, I want him to. <laughs> <know>.
1: no. <laughs> no.
4: Okay. I um, Don't. Um,
2: we we all had to crush on Ilya last year, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got a sporting crush. Even the guys here, which me do. I, I,
0: I fall pretty hard on man crushes. I'm not going to lie about that.
5: Yeah, no. you, you've fallen yeah, pretty hard on yeah, some yeah. in the yeah. past, too. Let's just hope that our, our sporting
1: crushes don't give us some heartbreak
5: this year. <laughs> Let's hope
1: that it can evolve. But all right. Now, like we said, we have a lot on the docket tonight. But to make sure that we avoid any yes, man, or that we get a true, uh, I don't know, get. Get Thad maybe fighting with Bob later and, you know, really get everyone's true, honest thoughts on some really pressing issues, as Bob mentioned. We're going to s- kick into some rapid fire questions for each person.
3: Starting- Gird your loins, men.
1: Yes. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Okay. Starting with Cody. We're going to start. Do I get
0: all five questions? Oh. Oh, it-
1: you think there are only five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so
1: you're going to.
0: Oh, it's I have to answer them all? We're not going to go like one question around a circle? Allie's oh. in charge. Okay. What do
1: we think is the best way to do it? I think we just jump into all five for each person. Oh, okay. Unless... No, I, see, then they have too okay, much time to okay, think okay. about it. See, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. One, yeah, question, yeah. One, right. question, one question,
2: everybody. One question, everybody.
1: One question, everybody. Fast, starting with Cody. Who should start left back?
0: Uh, Lobato.
1: Bob? Uh,
3: no <laughs> us. <depends.
1: laughs> Not an answer. Damn, that's a cheat. I want to say that's that. That's a
3: cheat. That's a cheat? Uh,
1: okay. You have to pick one. Sinovic. Dad. Madranda. Ooh, okay. Oh. Cody, who's our center forward? Sheldon. Bob? Sheldon. That Shall we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. And, Cody, do we get Namath?
3: No. No. Dad? Hell no. All right. Well, somewhere <laughs> we
1: can agree. Okay. Cody, will we be good on defense this year? Yes, yes we
3: will. It'll get figured out eventually. It's going to take a while. Somewhere around July. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Cody, is Rubio with SPR for good?
0: No.
2: No, he is not. Not with SPR for good, but I don't know when we'll see him in the lineup.
1: This is true. Okay. That's Cody, final question.
2: You're right. I broke my own rules.
1: Is Croizet's mental game strong enough?
0: Oh, uh, um, yes. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: To no. be a true impacting player.
2: Not on the wing, no. Dad. His position does not matter whether he's strong enough mental. He is strong enough mentally, but he needs to get some confidence.
0: Okay, okay well, now we're going to get yours, and, I'm, <laughs> and you have to go faster than that. Okay. <laughs> Who should start at left back? Lobato. Who's our center forward?
1: You know, Shelton. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that.
0: Uh, should we get Namath? No. Will we be good on defense? Yes. Is Rubio with SPR for good? Yes. Is Croize's mental game strong enough?
1: No. No. Okay.
0: I don't know why you guys think you all know his men- his mental capacity so far <laughs> from seeing him here for like not a un- not, not Hey, long. we're but responding to the question, all right?
2: I've talked to the guy, so that's why I say yes. <laughs> okay, there we go.
0: Well, I'm on your side then.
1: I defer to social media. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: because yeah, that's
0: always right. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can jump into that. There was that one moment uh after after his first appearance, which was horrible in the preseason. He immediately came off the field and responded to a tweet and assured someone, just, uh, you know, a random tweeter that uh he was going to get back on his game. And I suppose that's good, but also it's it's odd to see a guy uh, come immediately off the bench and I know it's preseason, but on the field <laughs> Mm. Respond to a fan like that—it's yeah. a little not dangerous. To
1: say, not to say that I think he won't figure it out. And when I say mental game not being strong, I just mean it's a little off right now. He's on a new team and like a new position that he's not really that comfortable with, as we saw in the opener. So really, it's just going to depend on you know how he can adjust throughout the season, both in that position and with the team. No. Well,
0: Thad, you talked to him. What have What's your take?
2: Well, I think he's strong enough mentally. He's just got to get some confidence back, which I think he will. But I'm going to counter an argument that I've heard a lot of people say is that it's a new position for him. It's not a new position for him. It's a position he doesn't think he's as good at. Okay. He played that position If he, the last place he was at, wherever the heck that was, in Belgium. He played, uh, I want to say, almost an even split between attacking mid and winger. So he's, he's played that before. His... Production was much better at attacking mid, though.
3: But playing a position in a different coach's system are doing different things as well. It and is. One, I think he's having trouble adjusting to what he's been asked to do, and you know he's adjusting to a lot of things right now. Yeah, he's yeah, just and struggling, it, and and, and yeah, it's understandable. We're all human.
0: That coach that he's adjusting to is one of you know as demanding as most any coach <laughs> in the world. I you know for what's required of each position. So
2: yeah, and 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 that is very much sporting system as you you play this spot you are required to do x y and z in these situations and when you fail at it mm-hmm. bad things happen you don't play
3: you end uh, up with spr oh sorry. new york runs over <laughs> you
2: so it he does need to get that down and but i do think he will he's mm-hmm. but if he doesn't he'll be we won't see him again after a couple months
3: i would still like the freedom give him some freedom though and play that attacking mid and Kind of be you know, just free to do what he wants to do. Now,
0: I know Vermees isn't going to ever hesitate to sit someone who's making a lot of money. But do you think he gets a more chances or a longer leash than someone who isn't getting paid as much as he is? I
3: don't know if it's about that. I think it's about the adjustment. Peter understands that you know these foreign players are coming in and having to adjust. I think it's more yeah. of that.
2: It's probably a bigger adjustment for him than it was for, oh, for sure uh, Gutierrez or um, Russell. Russell. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, coming from the championship, it's a pretty high level. he And even, he, you know, Johnny Russell didn't look good the first couple preseason games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had moments, but, um, you know, he's coming from a pretty high level where Belgium is a good level, but it's not, like, significantly above MLS or something like that. So I think that's where he has that uh, – leeway that he will be given some time to adjust, and the fact that he's proven he can do this somewhere else before. It's not like he's Mm -hmm. a college kid that came in and, you know, hey, I can be the
0: attacking mid, and oh, I'm on the wing, I whine now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, with that logical, rational thought, that feels like a good spot to wrap him up because he hasn't... We have a a lot to talk about today. And the left-back situation got even more interesting... This uh in this past game as Lobato started the first game. Bob, you thought maybe Sinovic would start the second, not because he was in trouble, but because sporting would go more defensive. Conservative, uh, yeah. Conservative, mm-hmm. there you yeah. go, right? Uh and Sinovic did get the start. But then when Sinovic goes out, Lobato didn't come in, but Jimmy Madronda comes in.
3: Just like the first week when Sinovic didn't come in for Lobato. Madronda did, yeah.
0: So that depth chart is uh, complicated to say the least at the moment. Well, it may be, be situational. We needed a goal.
3: We needed a goal in that game against New York. You're not going to put Sonovic in. That's just not a wise choice. Uh, Madronda came in, and what was the score when Madronda came in? Was it three? In two to two to one. Was no. it two two.
2: Against Chicago? Yeah. That was when two it zero. was still two it zero. It was two zero oh, here. Okay. All right. Remember the first minute he was in was, was that, that goal, Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. again was again why game a little slack. Uh, there exactly. On that yeah, you're was, right. Yeah. So
3: any... yeah, the the inserting of Madrana at that point is a little head scratching to me, but
2: the well, I guess here's a question, though. If if Cynope goes out in that situation again, mm-hmm. would you put Lobato in or would you put Madranda in? Because Lobato has He's very offensive. Also, Madranda is known for being a better one v one defender, not always a better team defender. So that's probably where that that question is. He's or, well, I think that one v
3: one argument goes be- out the window with getting nutmegged by Schweinsteiger. But anyway, <laughs> in my mind, but hey, I say um,
0: again, there's. Too much of a nutmeg is getting lucky there for me to, <laughs> for me to throw Madron under the bus too hard for that
3: one. Uh, I think he overcommitted. But anyway, um, so are we talking about who we think will start on Saturday already?
0: Yes. Answer that. Well, that's why I like your answer in the rapid fire, because I do think it should depend a little bit on who we're...
3: Facing. I think Madrano at this point is being looked at as a super sub. I think uh, I think Lobato will start come Saturday.
0: Well, and you brought up a what you noticed in this last game about how Seth was moving the ball around the field. Yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, <laughs> it kind of rasped me out a bit, but, yeah, I was watching to see how many forward passes Sinovic actually played, and, and I counted four, one with his head, uh, the whole 65 minutes, whatever it was, that he was in the match. So, you know, he's the steady Eddie, and that's what he is. You're going to get what you get, and that's fine. Yeah, and then... But, you know, I tend to look at someone who's passing up more attacking passes as, okay, you could do a little more there. But, you know, I understand his purpose.
0: And on the other side, Lobato's basically the opposite of that, where his
3: right correct is the
0: question. So it's clear, you know, depending on the strategy, for me, he is probably going to um, change that starter. To Lobato? Or, well, yes, for this week, mm-hmm. for this week at home, I will say yes. But I just, going forward, I think it's going to be um, depending on on the opponent,
3: some questions. Sonovic's health for the weekend as well, I believe, but
2: uh, I think he'll be ready. Okay. Uh, Vermeer said he was okay, and they just—the only reason he came off was because they couldn't cut the—they couldn't close the gash on his head. Oh, okay, uh, on the field, so they needed. It was going to take some time, and they couldn't afford to have nobody out there. So good, good. That's why somebody went out quickly. Yeah. Um, the uh, I will actually go along with you guys that Lobato will probably be the most likely starter this weekend. And we'll see
0: Madranda come in in the 70th minute to go score a goal. And is that because you saw the color of pennies in training today? Or just because...
2: No, that's just my assumption. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: okay. <laughs> just asking. I mean, you never know.
2: It's too early to definitively say a lineup from practice anyway.
0: Well, I didn't definitively ask you your lineup. I, I was asking about pennies. I don't we never P- put you on the spot like
2: that. I don't know anybody named Penny, <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, um, Penny. our uh, another <laughs> another point of
0: discussion here is who is our center forward um we still have yet to see enough of Shelton for me, but what I had been asking for what we talked about last week was I do want to see Shalloway at Center forward, and two assists came out of that, and it was wonderful, and I liked it but I would still like to see Shelton get his chance.
2: One assist came out of Shalloway being the center forward. The first assist came out of him being a winger.
0: That's valid. But still.
3: Just keeping you honest,
0: Cody. Yeah.
3: Well, Vermees made an interesting quote. He said that uh, he thought some of the uh, stuff that happened second half was a result of Shelton not being up front. I don't know if he's referring defensively, holding the ball up. I watched the whole second half again. and, And, yeah, I think they were more organized when Shelton was in there. Um, not that Shallowee did a bad, bad job defensively, but, um, you know, perhaps that's what Peter was referring to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, in our rapid fire, did say Shelton as center and Shallowey on the wing, mainly because I, you know, I know we talk about strength sometimes with Shallowey and developing, and I think, you know... He is very fast. I don't know if he's strong enough necessarily to be center, and maybe that doesn't matter. But in my opinion, I think that you want your center forward to be a little bit sturdier, and like you know, like Rubio, for example, he, you know, doesn't have the height as much, but he is a sturdy player. And I think that you know, in the when you're playing center, you're going to be making maybe a few more like attacks and less, you know, straight shot runs. And I just think that Shallowy then would, in my opinion, be more beneficial to have on the wing.
2: Did yeah. our st- Fifty some odd minutes or sixty minutes, whatever it was, of Shelton out there show that he was doing all the dirty work, all the things that Vermees wants him to
3: do. No, Whoa. no, he needs to be stronger, needs to be braver, and I think it's a confidence thing with him. Again, you know, he's a reclamation pro- project, and that's going to take some time. See, I, th- I thought it
2: did mostly show that he was capable of doing what we need him to do. I think right he's
3: there. capable. I don't think he did
1: well, as consistently as he needs to. I I agree, but I think he was strong enough and sturdy enough in that position where other players weren't having to cover than other things. Like, I think he allowed Shallowy and Russell to do their thing on the wing without having to, like, overcompensate for things that he was lacking there, and if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, he, for me, showed that he can fit in the system. I mean, Mm -hmm. we played well enough with him there while the results necessarily himself Mm -hmm. weren't there. It showed that the system works with him in it yeah. at the top.
2: And I think Shelton in game two is going to be a lot different than Shelton in game 20. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, you can say that for anybody, but just right. I think you're going to see a lot of mm-hmm. uh, progress and change in Shelton's game over that time just in, for the good.
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't think there was any guarantee that he would play 20 games. Or did you mean just at that point in the season?
2: At that point in the season.
0: I would like him to play that many games. I was just saying, you know. At a, when he got here, if he played twenty matches, that would have opened up some eyes. When he got here, Rubio was still at the helm, I think.
1: Well, and not to get into Rubio just yet, but Cody, you did say yeah, let's that. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to know. You did say you wanted to see Sh- Shallowy at center. Why?
0: Well, no, I want to see Shelton this week. Okay. And I just but want. I, I just want Shallowy. On. I just want Shallowy on the field. And I think. I think in five years, Shallowy can be an amazing striker that scores goals regularly. I think he could I think he'll be a player that can score goals anywhere on the field in mm-hmm. 5 years in MLS. But
1: hopefully with us.
0: I um I I like I I I like his instincts as a goal scorer and that's yes, he's doing well on the wing, but you know, I'd like Johnny Russell there as well. Um But I do, maybe we should probably talk about, we we saw the quote, it seemed really big news to us that Rubio had been sent down to the minors, as I'll say. (laughs) And, but we saw, we just learned of the quote where he was saying, you know, that doesn't perhaps mean he's going to be stuck there. Yeah. Do we, do we think he's going to be back with Sporting? Is he going to be on the, is he going to be on the 18 man roster this week?
1: Yeah, well, um, the quote that you are referring to... uh, Hit us with it. (laughs) So he doesn't call out Rubio directly. I don't know what the question was that prompted this answer, but Ramiz does say there are so many (laughs) games left, including Open Cup, and a lot of things are going to play themselves out. All the players are going to have an opportunity. The Rangers are a great tool tool for us as well, not just for our academy kids coming up, but for keeping our guys fit. I felt that for today... This was going. Uh, this was a group of guys that were going to be the best fit for the game. Talking about you know going into Chicago, so that quote comes after in the huh uh, I think it was Ben. Yeah, in Ben's piece. Uh, if you guys want to go read it for yourselves, it's titled "Shameless, plug. I mean, shameless plug." The roster is <laughs> a li- living, breathing document. Uh, it's posted on March 10th, but yeah, that's coming off of. Uh, you know, Rubio staying home and playing for the Rangers exhibition against UMKC. Yeah,
3: it's not like for Mises to come out and say, yeah, he really stunk last week and he's demoted and he sucks. You know, he's but, not going to say that. Right. But. but
0: he did, and that is why he was sent down there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I
3: believe that Shelton and um, Shaoli are, yeah. you know, our top options, and that will continue through Saturday for sure.
1: I will say I was surprised. I mean, we all knew that there was going to be something that was going to change in that starting three after Rubio's performance. For me, really wasn't expecting there to be that change and then that result. Like four goals versus zero goals at home with, you know, Rubio playing a majority of that time up there. Granted, I know Russell, you know, was getting acclimated. Shelton didn't come in. But still, that, you know, not a good time for, uh, for to, Rubio to be sent down and then have the team score four road goals.
2: Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing right there is that they scored four goals when he wasn't in the lineup. <laughs> and, right, and not
1: even like he wasn't there, he didn't travel with the team, he wasn't even like he didn't sub in yeah. or anything.
2: I, I don't blame the f- previous week on Rubio as much as a lot no. of people do. I think Croze right. actually played a lot into that and the, yeah. everybody else did at the same mm-hmm. time. I
1: agree.
2: But the fact that they scored four when Diego was not even in the same state. Right. Uh, doesn't yeah, look not, good.
1: Not a good look in just adds that extra pressure, I think, on Rubio to, you know, when who is trying to get better and get those goals for the team. And hey, we need that. Those. We
0: need that pressure in that fight, though. That's something you can hear guys, you know, in Europe come over here and mm-hmm. and mention that is lacking here is that yeah. every single day that, like, grind and practice to secure your spot. Mm-hmm. And
2: see, I think that does happen with sporting. Just nobody should yeah. ever be secure with right. sporting. And, right, right especially at the forward spots and stuff like that. I mean, you you can say, yeah, Beasler's secure, and mm-hmm. but even he's not started in the past. Uh, it's probably Amelia's yeah. secure, but Roger's probably the most secure of anybody. But after that, mm, yeah. yeah, the uh, if you notice also, when we talk about starting for Swope, all the players who didn't travel got in a half with Swope as a, in a preseason scrimmage against UMKC. So it was just a... It was basically a practice while they were the the eighteen
3: was away. So yeah, all the guys tr- who
2: did not travel played in that game.
3: Situation of using a situation that's gonna help you in a smart way. Right. Keeping guys fit.
0: Um if I may offer one final thought there. I am pro Shelton here still because we need height. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's like all that big, but it's um he, he's he's he got the ability to give us another option other than Ike Opara. And it's like, there are times you can, if you, if you watch all of our set pieces, all the corner kicks, Ike is getting frustrated every single play. There any, you know, the referee seems to know that all he has to do is watch him because he's our one target and Ike mm-hmm. will do whatever he can to get his head on the ball. And right. there are plays in this last game and you watch it, Ike gets up off the ground and, he was the one called for a foul, and it's just it, he. It looks he looks desperate for that. We need something else up there.
2: Well, I have a picture from the first game where Ike is being held. He, the The defender has his arm and a hand over his shoulder, preventing him from jumping in the box. That should have been a penalty right then and there.
0: Well, and it was something that pro referees said they were emphasizing this year. Exactly what you had the picture of. Yeah, they we'll put that missed. on. We'll put that in uh, in the blog post. We can do that. Remind me. <laughs> Okay, anything else at our center forward situation?
2: No, I will counter one thing though. You're talking about needing height. The right. four goals that came from players in this last game, none of it was height. It's valid. Felipe Gutierrez header, not too tall. Felipe Gutierrez goal, nice pass, yeah, pass, pass, but pass, we pass. Suck in defending the set. shortest. And,
0: and we crosses. can't score on them either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. need yeah. some bigger bodies. It's like it'll
1: be a I would feel better. About us being bad at defending them, if we could at least score them, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> just like balance it out. Can't be over two there. Um, Speaking of, should we hop into some defensive woes? Yes,
0: another <laughs> another question that we got from from Twitter was, um, when do we start to panic about this defense? And I don't know if we're going to all disagree too much on there on here. Without wholesale changes to our back line and keeper. From last year, where we were so good, I'm going to, I'm going to assume we will progress back to the mean here at some point.
3: Well, the most worrisome the part main. for me is this. Okay, as a coach, you usually work on defense first when you're in preseason, get a team together, especially Peter especially new players, incorporate that into the system, and it's just not working so far. I mean, I have full confidence going to get there, but that just scares me a little bit. That should be the piece that is working, but it's not.
0: Well, it, it's probably a, a testament to how much of a unit and a system that Vermees requires. If we're looking at the defense hasn't changed at all, all the way up until <laughs> Ilya into the midfield, that new guys all the way up at the front of the field is doing something to impact you know, the, the defensive bottom line.
3: But somebody out there is saying Sonovic hasn't allowed a goal since he's been on the field yet. So, our defense has changed. Is that real? Yeah. I mean, he played only in Chicago and no goals were scored against
2: him. Yeah. He, oh,
3: that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, somebody out there is saying that. I know they are. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he played 60 minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a valid point.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah I, don't think, I don't think the goalkeeper of the year and the defensive player of the year are going to continue to give up two plus goals every single game. You had a quote. Ali had, oh, had a stat. What was the yeah. Stat? And,
1: uh, I was just curious because we've given up now, what, five goals over only two games, one at home, one on the road. And I did a little math, looked at last season. And um, last season, it took sporting over 11 games to give up that same number, that same five goals, over 11 games versus now this season over two games. And it, that's, I mean, that's some staggering uh, numbers there. So they're, you know, that concern. I mean, I know that, you know, again, we scored four on the road to Chicago, so that kind of hopefully puts a little bit of the fans' uh, worries about if Sporting's going to score goals this season to rest. But now the question is, is Sporting going to defend against goals this season? So I think yes, and I think once, you know, some of that, some of, uh, that midfield defensive, you know, all that midfield defense gets figured out with, you know, Ilya adjusting with, you know, you got Gutierrez and then Croze, maybe them figuring some of those positions out. But, yeah, I mean, like Cody said, we have goalkeeper of the year and defensive player of the year in our uh, defensive lineup starting. And they, those are not – They that's not like it. They haven't looked like it, so.
3: I don't know. Maybe Vermees had a dream one night. Some spirit came to him and said the best defense is a strong offense. And he just was going with it. Yeah, change, in
5: philosophy. A of, yeah, change <laughs> in
3: philosophy. That would be somebody
2: took over Vermees's mind. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Unless he's been a, what's that
2: called?
3: Hey, stranger things have happened. He's been
2: mind controlled. <laughs> he's a pod person. <laughs> but by yeah. who is the question? Right. Um, it's a conspiracy. Yeah, they'll they'll get better. I don't actually think they will be as good as they were last year. Just. Because quite honestly, I think the first half of last year was really, really good, and the second half of last year was kind of okay. Mm-hmm. And just the really, really good made the overall season look that good. Yeah, so, yeah, it was
0: those those first eleven games that we were talking about. That was where the, it was unheard of, like the pace that they were setting on on those goals. So, yeah, they were on yeah
2: they were on pace to set records and all that yeah. stuff, and they still came out averaging pretty darn good. It's just Uh, and somebody pointed this out and I forget who and I think it might have been just somebody on Twitter so I apologize because I don't remember who pointed this out but has Ike been as good as he was in the past since his head injury? He got that concussion last year remember where he had to get carted off on the uh, stretcher and has he been as good? I seem to remember that there was a couple games after that that he did look a little shaky not terrible just not his normal self and again his first half of his year probably carried him through to be the defender of the year, not necessarily a second half of the year. And again, I want to go do a little research on some stats and stuff and go back and look at some goals. I haven't had a chance to do that. So if anybody has already done that, let me know. But that's, that's a question that I think could be answered and somebody can look it up.
3: There's another theory that could be other too is teams have figured out how to attack our defense a little bit differently. And part of that might be pressuring our back four a little more, uh, forcing them to play it out of the back a little bit more. And we faltered on that a little bit that I've seen when teams press us really high and, and, but that yeah, and has make been us play in out, the the past back.
2: Is playing it out of the back. That's been one of their strengths.
3: Yeah, but have teams emphasize that more against us this year so far? Well, like New York, I mean, yeah.
1: of the two, New York definitely yeah. capitalized on that and yeah. put our defense on their heels. And, you know, their goals came from being able to get through, catching Beasler off his mark, catching Opara off, you know. It was always yeah. a breakdown. In that you know midfield the defense range,
0: and it's yeah. hard to actually play out of the back if Seth Sinovic is not ever going to <laughs> get the ball forward. Apparently,
3: yeah. I mean, a couple of questions about the second half breakdown. I mean, there were a lot of individual errors that contributed to that too. But you know, some people might ask, where was Ilya during all that? And that's a valid question, I think too.
0: Yeah, the uh, I don't. I, this is the second week in a row. You said it, so I'm bringing it up again. The Audi Index. I don't. I don't like talking about that because I don't. I don't believe in it at all. But that and a couple other different player ratings gave Ilie not not very good looks on the day. There were some really good moments that I noticed, but lost all of the the physical battles, the duels, and the aerials on the day. It looked like.
3: Yeah, as Mark Twain would say, lies, damn lies, and statistics. But there is validity to that for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, and Ilya's strength has never been headers, even though somebody, some people have tried to make that case. So aerial stuff has not been his strength. It's just, it's just not. His strength is getting the ball and not giving it away stupidly in the midfield. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think he was doing that to a great degree. And when he has struggled with that this so far in this long season of two games, it's been because he was being totally overwhelmed from everybody else having failed at their part. Right.
3: Exactly. He yeah. still has
2: to have some place to put that ball. He's really good at getting rid of it and putting it someplace, uh, but I don't in still going, I don't think it has been his best two games either. Um, but that there's a lot of chain reaction to that oh, yeah. he's best when he can help guide everything and stuff like that and see where stuff is coming. but when in that first game, when everything broke down up front, and New York was just running through him, and again, I'll do credit to New York. they were really sure. really good. Uh, they they were a good team last year, and they've improved. Mm-hmm. And you can even say that with Chicago. They have they were a really good team, not all of last year, but most of last year. And they have some of the most dangerous players, Nikolic mm-hmm. and Schweinstager.
3: Yeah. Let's add Katai to that. He was a monster. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was. And if,
2: but yeah. one missed glance of a header that was harder to miss than score. Reminds <laughs> Solniak. Yeah. <me> of- <laughs> um they could have been you know a whole different outcome to that game so right. they did their part too it was mm-hmm. good teams going at each other and it wasn't you know it wasn't uh, the 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 beautiful thing about both of those games even though they weren't always pretty was the fact that both teams went both teams wanted to play neither team just sat back and said ah, i'm going to bunker and play crap <laughs>
0: um yeah back to ilier a little bit it definitely hasn't been his two best games but he's still his value for me is just that he he puts out fires like 100 no no ton and no pun intended at all there he he calms things down it's when if you know the ball's crashing around in front of our goal or you know right at the final third or the top of the box if he gets it all it takes him is just one one calm touch where you didn't necessarily see that that's where he was supposed to go with it but just a very simple touch from him into space and it gives him all the time in the world, and on two different occasions while Chicago was pushing forward to try to find an equalizer and, and a winner, he took over possession in a crowded area and took one touch and then sent, one time it was Madronda and one other time it was Gerso down the left wing, and he he's still, so he still got it for me. He's obviously not playing the rock-solid quality he was last year thus far, but I think it's all the what he's good at is still there, from what I'm seeing.
3: I think still a little bit of it might be who's in front of him too, Espinoza and if Gutierrez are figuring things out defensively yeah. together yet.
2: Yeah, with Espinosa going forward more often, mm. he, he Ilya can't play off of him and guide things the way he may mm-hmm. have last year. With um, he's now having to maybe adjust a little bit to which one's staying back and things like that. Right. So it, it it should sort itself
3: out.
1: But, hey, folks, let's just <laughs> – wish you could see the looks in this game. I mean,
3: Rodgers had a fine two games in my opinion, but the Scutieras guy, guys, how oh. – how, <laughs> He's a stud, and how long is he for Sporting Kansas City? Can we, can we hold on to him?
0: Let's, well, let's hope so. <laughs> why – how did we get him? Like, I, if, if we yeah. got him, I don't know why we can't hold on to him for at least a season. But, but yeah, he he is seamlessly coming here. There, there are so many plays just uh, that – will make you forget about Benny Fellhaber as much as that hurts to say <laughs> but they're just he he can split it, he can split defenses and it's 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 been really fun to watch so far. And
3: oh. you know some people say he's not a scorer he's not a scorer but if you go back and look at where he played at Catalica I believe is how you pronounce it he he was a a good scorer 10 goals in one season and another season I forgot what the stats was but he he scored goals there. He can score goals as we saw.
1: And I think it's for me refreshing to see a ball a moving ball get (laughs) hit and not go way over the goal, (laughs) straight to the goalie, far wide. It's, I mean, the accuracy was just like,
5: yes. I
2: think
3: Russell and Gutierrez are going to change that a bit for us.
2: Yeah, the the quality of Gutierrez is is amazing. He's been one of the top-rated players, no matter which index or which rating system you looked at the last two weeks, uh, the first two weeks. And that's just walking in and just getting used to the league and the team and the team not even playing at their best. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, and just, I mean, even – like, that fourth goal, <laughs> I mean...
0: Can't talk about it enough.
1: We can't talk about it enough. And, you know, just to have the game go the way it did. To be up two, then to be down by one, have them come back and score those three goals over 12 minutes. But then for him to, you know, be able to find that opportunity in the 86th minute and just calm, cool, collected in the box, score that goal. Going back to Rubio, if Rubio is in that, you know, that's Rubio approaching the ball it's not going in. Or Dwyer. Or yeah.
3: But here's my concern with Gutierrez. Is it going to be one or two years here and he moves on to Europe? Was that his plan? Because MLS is becoming that league where you can get the exposure and have that happen. Or, or is he's thinking, again. okay. He's already been in Europe. Yeah, well, you know what I mean, a bigger move. But is he's thinking also, okay, this is Espinoza's replacement. Next year we would trade Espinoza when he still has value and just plug Gutierrez in. Is, is that the plan? I don't know. That's my thoughts on that.
2: There's a lot of options
0: there. Yeah. Man, that'd be, as much as I love Roger, that'd be a lethal attack to have an attacking, you know, a number 10 in front of Gutierrez.
3: Oh, are we going to talk about Crosse now? No, I'm <laughs> well, that that seemed, that seemed
0: to be what you were setting up there is, is perhaps, there's a perhaps, There's an I opening for an attacking midfielder. Or yeah.
2: Giolanca Buzio. <laughs> <Of> course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There you go.
0: I like it. <laughs>
2: Who scored a goal in that SPR game that Rubio didn't. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said
0: Rubio kind of assisted. It.
2: That's what I was told. I did not see it. Oh, I was told okay. that Rubio did a nice assist, laid it back, and Bussio one timed it. And what I was what I was told was the the touchback by Rubio was nice. The finish by Bussio was like world class.
0: Bussio is gonna make SPR the what what to watch for. Like he's gonna be the number one thing for me to. He's giving me the reason to watch them.
2: You didn't have reason to watch them already.
0: No, but he. I'm saying there's always a reason to. He is the the, the reason this year
2: and you cannot have a man crush on him he's only 15 <laughs>
0: <laughs> the point of a man crush is it's non-sexual thad get out of here we don't need to get into that let's I didn't get into say those
2: words no no i got a question though okay. i just i'm gonna throw you off because we didn't bring this up earlier okay how painful would it have been if they went into chicago and didn't score goals after latif and benny both scored for la earlier that day how much hell would they have caught on social media?
0: Latif's goal was offside, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's still in the
3: box score, man. VAR did not overturn. My
0: personal record book does not recognize it.
3: No, they are playing well for LAFC. Give them credit.
2: But just how That's much hell thing. would Sporting have caught if those two yeah. guys scored and then they did not go into Chicago and win? Yeah. What would this Verme- scoring?
1: <laughs> what would Peter Vermees' comments after the game have been on that? Because you know there would have been a question, and you know his response would have.
3: Peter loves all questions. Come on, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get tired of questions or irritated. No, come on. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> made him,
0: you annoyed him today with a question, I believe.
2: Yeah, I asked him if he was concerned about the defense uh, having given up five goals in two games. Would you like no. to hear the quote?
3: No. <laughs> no. A man. And you works. know he is. He's just. Yeah.
0: And I know, I know the face that he gave you. It's that he, it's the face that he gives whenever like someone from TV come, like when uh you know one of the local news comes and tries to ask ask questions about the lineup. Are you it's gonna the face... win the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, right. <yeah. laughs> that face where he just, he's like, all right, I gotta not be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta like say this calmly.
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, he's been around long, me long enough that he doesn't care. He's just, yeah, no. He kind of did go on and say. Yeah, he's not too worried about it. It'll come around. Sort of generic answer, but
3: yeah, I'll never forget asking Bob Bradley a question a number of years ago, and he gave me that look. I was like, oh, "Yeah, he seems oops. like a stern one." <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Yeah, this it doesn't matter right now. <laughs> okay,
2: totally about irrelevant his, his, about his son and nepotism. <laughs> yeah. No, no.
0: Um. Okay, to answer another tri- uh, twi- wow Twitter question that we got on. The potential of Christian Namath coming here. Um, I would like to give answers to both sides, but I think most of us are kind of in agreement here. I think we're all no. I think everyone is going to give a a, a resounding no, maybe with an asterisk.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, we all had, because it was the rapid fire alley rule, we had to just say something, answer. We all said no. I think I said hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. But New England overpaid to get the guy and then overpaid him uh, without properly putting some good incentives in there or whatever it would have taken to make sure that he was capable of scoring goals and playing well. And now they want to offload him on somebody else. And I think we, again, we all talked earlier about if they ate a significant chunk of that contract or if we could do something like, you know, he scores 20 goals, we'll pay the million. Uh, That's different, but... I don't is there a president
0: for that kind of thing? Sure. Where one team is on the hook for this, unless this happens. Yes. It's yeah, unless it sound, Cody. It sound, anything's know, possible. <laughs> they can make it happen if they want
3: to. Like, I can't sounds. quote you one, but yes. Hey, I think the fun. lesson here, though, is is thank God we're not the New England Revolution, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the mess that they're being the, in their stadium, and oh, yeah, anyway.
0: The. SB Nation guy in New England over there uh, had a tweet that was something along the lines of you know, New England gave up this and this and this to get him and watch Peter Vermees get him for a draft pick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the whole Lee Win situation, and now they're open to trading him or getting rid of him anyway.
0: Yes, and the, the you're exactly right. Just at least we're not. <laughs> we're in way there's, better problems to discuss.
2: There's a few other teams I'm glad we're not also. Yeah, Yeah,
3: yeah that's one of them. But no, I just think injecting Namath into this situation, we've already got enough that we're trying to adjust and Mm -hmm. figure out we don't need that. And the money just makes it even worse.
1: Yeah, and this another Vermees quote from that same article from Ben was, for me saying the most expensive players around the world are attackers. And I don't see anyone around the league spending a hundred million dollars to get a score. I believe in the guys we have, but we're not, we're, but we're never done. The roster is a living, breathing document. So yeah, there will be that, an addition, but it's not going to be neat. Yeah,
3: <laughs> probably
1: somewhere in a, a lower price tag. Yeah.
2: Well, at the Colorado Rapids announced today, they were signing somebody and I was like, they, they made it sound like it was a really huge, significant striker. I missed that. Um, and I can't remember his name right now. I'm trying to look it up real quick, but my phone's not going that fast. And But he's like a 30-year-old striker that just came from playing in the China League.
3: So hey, where did Namath come from? Qatar?
0: Cutter. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and he was not just killing it there. If you look at... that's And this is one of my arguments against getting Namath last year, was if you go, uh, look at his first year there, he was pretty much killing it, not doing, well, not killing it, but doing pretty well in a very bad league. Like half of his goals were literally like the keeper passed it to him and he just shot it back in, that sort of thing. And then the second year he was a little bit hurt, which was a really familiar story for him, being hurt. And then he didn't score at a very quick pace in cutter. I think we're just
3: all remembering some of the glorious goals he scored while he was here and – yeah, I mean, they were pretty amazing. His,
0: his time here has possibly been romanticized a bit just because it was so short. But
2: it was that good.
0: He was that good.
5: Yeah.
2: It's just like a, like a summer romance when <laughs> you were <young>. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. And it ended badly,
0: too. Sporting into the like, yeah. summer fling. You, 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 you finally caught hey, up with your significant
2: so other and them. you found out Come that they guys. were seeing we've somebody so else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you found out at the end of the summer he, was, he already had a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, Anything else on there? Oh, I found your – I just want to say this guy's name, the Colorado Rapids signing. Yannick Bolli. That's just a wonderful name. Yannick. Hmm. Yannick Bolli. French-born Ivorian. 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 I don't know. That's me. how I would so say it. So he's not
3: Usain Bolt using an assumed name? <laughs> oh, okay. He's a footballer. He wants to be.
0: And if we're while we're just going around the league, uh, poor Minnesota United – Lost uh, Molino Molino. Mm. That is, they were not good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> and then,
3: they went into Orlando and won. <laughs> Give them credit.
2: You know, we often talk about people not wanting to come to Kansas City because it's not a big market, it's not Miami, it's not New York, not LA. But God, we're not Columbus or Minnesota.
0: Yeah, what is the pitch? Columbus to go to is too 0 I know, I get, it, I get it. There are people that in some corners of this country that would laugh that like. Kansas Cityans think it's better than Minnesota, but like, come on, what a, what is the pitch to go to Minnesota? We can at least say it's not face hey, freezing cold all the time. I kissed the
3: Mary Tyler Moore statue. Well, <laughs> that was my that draw. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I texted my what friend other about it. Have done to it. I texted my friend about it. He goes, tongue. <laughs>
0: um, you haven't answered. Did you answer? I didn't, I didn't hear. you uh,
3: to no tongue. No tongue. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Um...
0: Okay, should we get into previewing San Jose? Yes. Sure. There was no fighting on that one. San
3: Jose earthquakes, you know. I, I still kind of look back on them, the Landon Donovan years and all that and how great they were, and now they just seem to be so boring.
0: 1-0 right now <laughs> after a 3-2 win over Minnesota United.
3: Mm-hmm. Had the week off. And
0: they had the week off last week, and it was there. They got a new coach. It was the first game under a new coach. So still trying to figure things out like that, and also they did try to blow that game at the end. Minnesota scored two goals in like five minutes there, almost towards stoppage time. So I. Th-
1: well, we can't really talk much.
0: Hey. Three in the but game. we scored two. Answered. We <laughs> answered back. We're the ones that went on the run at the end of the game. They closed it hard. Um. Yes. Yeah, but- I'm not. Uh. I'm not. Shaking in my boots at San Jose. And I like getting a chance to play Wondolowski and embarrass him.
3: Well, they're a team in transition. You know, they got a new head coach. They got a couple of new signings, and uh, I think it'll work to our benefit that they did not play last week. You know, because they didn't have that chance to gel a little bit more. Um, So I think that'll be beneficial to us. But uh, yeah, I mean, they've got some new attacking wingers that uh, could be dangerous. But they have two or three new guys in the back line, which I think will be advantageous for us as well. Um, they just don't invoke a whole lot of confidence at this point, and I thought they won't later in the year. But I think at this point they are catching them at a good time.
2: Yeah. San Jose has not really scared me for a long time, so no, no, I mean they can be good. They have been at times okay, and so it's just we'll play them, and hopefully Sporting rises to the challenge that they should be able to play in Sporting mm-hmm. Park. I'm-
3: no, it's the value of an early goal. We got up early. I think it could be ugly. For them, <laughs> if we don't, I'm, I'm the longer they're in the game, the worse it is for us.
0: I'm told Wondolowski can apparently score goals and does so at some time, but it's, whenever he plays Sporting, and I'm, and I'm not going to mention the play that shall show, that show not be named for the national team, but he misses sitters all the time, and it just he blows. I don't, I don't see what is good about this player. I miss it every time I watch him play. I don't see it. No,
2: he's a good MLS player. Okay, I. That
0: is a that is a diss right there. That is not – I don't think that that is a compliment to say that.
2: It is when you're playing in MLS. I mean, <laughs> if you say, yeah, you're a good MLS player when you're playing in the championship or Premier League, yeah, that's pretty much an insult. But would you rather say he's a good USL player? I mean, he's – how many goals has he scored?
0: I'm looking it up right now.
2: More than – Anybody on the current sporting roster?
0: I know, and he's like I said. I'm I'm told he scores a lot of goals. I don't see it. I don't know when it happens. Well, some
2: players. There's are- highlights, man. There's highlights. There's video. <laughs> Use the internet.
0: Well,
3: I'm some counting. players are goal scorers because of the system they're playing in as well. I think you need to get that some consideration.
0: The last, the last, he's had different years. coaches
3: and he's
2: still
0: done
3: it. Yeah, I know, but
0: actually, I think it goes back three years. That he. There, there's a thing with him when he plays his team. I watch him miss a goal that he should have scored. There's been a game. There were. Two, there's two different games I'm thinking of over the last couple of years that, if he would have maniacal if, Cody if laughter in the sit, background, if he would have scored a sitter, <laughs> then we would not have won a game. And he, he misses sitters, and I don't forgive him for it.
1: Watch well, Cody jinx us, and he's gonna make every single shot. <laughs> yeah, he, really every ball that touches his foot on Saturday is gonna go in the back of the net or something. Uh, so, so. That reminds Shut me of that.
3: Chicago Fire Banner, did you see that? Did you hear that story Uh -uh. that they told at halftime? Uh, One of their players went to Europe in the offseason for vacation. He said, you know, I feel like somebody's going to kill me if I don't score a goal or we lose a game You know, when I'm playing here. I think it was in the Netherlands. But, you know, in Chicago, the fans just seem to be out for a good time. And they had this big banner, not out for a good night (laughs) or whatever, not out for a good time. That's funny. (laughs)
0: Um, Career totals. He has scored... 134 goals in MLS regular season. Yes. How many games? Um, 294.
3: You know,
2: better than a goal every other game, or almost a goal every other game rather.
0: Anyone?
3: Kai Kamara joined the hundred list this past weekend.
0: Yeah, happy for Kai. I am happy for him. That's a goal scorer I like.
3: But if you look at it uh, in the top scores, Taylor Twelman has the best goals to games ratio. It's like significantly bigger than everybody else's. Just I like, throw that out there. St. and hey St. I Louis know. people. Interestingly, Ollie.
1: Taylor Twelman actually Bad. grew up down the street from my uh, my dad growing up. No one cares okay. about St.
3: Louis. Get Taylor. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Taylor Twelman
2: never grew up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's not very tall. Oh, <laughs> or, hey, I, neither, did Ollie. Sorry, neither did Ollie. Neither
5: did Ali.
1: They Never did. grew up height wise. Never grew up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I. Something about I your like neighborhood. The Twelve no one, I know you guys So the water the in biggest...
3: the neighborhood, was it, or lack yeah, of water in your neighborhood? Is it lead in that water, or was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> Twelman, like
2: Twelman was deficiency. a good scorer. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good MLS guy.
0: Mm-hmm. So is Wondolowski the one in this game that we're supposed to look out for? Is he the scary one for San Jose?
2: I think they have new players, man.
0: Well, I'm asking.
3: Well, like I said, they have a couple new wingers that uh, they're incorporating. Um, and who did, who did we hire for opposition research for this podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tasked Bob with that for like two minutes before. I've we got start. it right
3: here. Uh, let's see. It Says here, uh, Danny Hosen, under the radar pick for a big year at center forward, and, and got, Tommy uh, Thompson. Yeah. So
1: I believe Hosen was. Uh, he got um, voted MLS Player of the Week. Oh, that first week, uh, the, their, uh, first game on March 3rd. So he, uh, scored the team's first and third goals of the three. So maybe he will be, uh,
0: okay. They've got someone, someone
1: then. to <laughs> keep our eyes on, which we know might be a difficult task.
3: We're all going to so regret maybe, this next week. We're going to be seen.
0: <sighs> no, I know. I'm, I'm full board leading into my, We're
1: all like, oh, I'm not leading worried. Leading my hatred.
2: Wondolowski yeah. of- <laughs> scores four goals, <laughs>
1: Of, like, four shots that he has.
2: Yeah, On three shots, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you suggesting an own goal there?
2: I think I've said that before, and with the way our defense has been this playing, I'm not really not putting that out of the realm. There's some
1: bad juju in this room. Well, we're,
0: we're trying to get it all out of the way now.
3: All right, so we haven't talked about Gerso. Anybody have thoughts on Mr. Gersow? Well, I
0: tried to ask you before we moved on to the preview, but let's do that. We can do Gersow. All right. We so, Super Sub, is that Gersow's Durso. role? Well, should we... I mean, uh, yeah, it, I guess it depends on your... Everyone's starting lineup now. If, okay,
3: so we, we go in that area. I think we'll see the same lineup that we saw in Chicago, save for uh, likely Lobato at left back.
0: And you do on Gerso.
3: Gerso, I I watched that second half again this morning. Okay, and you know, we're talking about the defensive formation and defensive working together. Gerso to me was not doing his job defensively on that right wing, but, you know, he's not really paid to be a defensive player as much.
0: Yeah, that's a I mean that's that's tough right now for who you want to see on the right wing. I still think we need to give Croizet some looks um but Gerso played well. Gerso did his part. He looked good in some sections. You know, we He's were a
3: needed injection of speed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We watched that highlight where he looked like he was trying he was a little passive, trying to get it too perfect instead of shooting.
3: And what about that play at the end of the game where he passed it to Croze, who was offside and all oh really? My yeah, gosh. Had to oh, do why didn't Spitz we talk about himself? that play? But. That was horrible.
0: <laughs> I didn't I, I'm I was at a wedding for this game. And didn't see that until, you know, the next day. And was like, why did no one talk about it? I didn't know that we should have scored <laughs> another one so blatantly. Like, that was, that was really bad. I think there was another one they should have scored, too. But
3: yeah. Peter yeah. mentioned, too, in the post-game interview.
0: And Croizet's touch wasn't, like, kind of let him down a little bit there. But, yeah, I mean, there, there was so many bad parts of that play. that there, It was one of those they had too much time.
3: But I think Juriso is a, in the Madronda super sub role, in my opinion. I mean, those two guys to bring in and a different look. Mm-hmm. Not the best defensively in so my mind, but.
0: That, so then you want Croizet starting?
3: No, I want the lineup we start with in Chicago with Russell on the right wing, sh- shall we, on the left. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, super sub. I like that.
2: Which is a good spot for him right now. Give him so he's not tired he's not injured as much and he can come in and exploit some defenses with his speed and it did, works. You,
0: that that burst of pace was noticeable one of those i was talking about ilie sent him down the field like it it uh it, that speed is definitely going to come in handy in the yes. you know 70th minute when we need him off the bench a little
2: more refined touch and he would have scored three goals himself <laughs> exactly. the one that we were talking about uh one that he shot that uh, madranda put in and then
0: but a little more refined touch is a bit of, like, if he was a better player, he would have scored.
3: He's good for MLS. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, that refined touch of Gutierrez and Russell is something that's the reason to yeah. give me hope for this season. That's It's got me excited.
1: Well, and that, I mean, but that's something that I'm just kind of like, oh, Like, with Gerso it's like you have that speed. You have that, like, breath of fresh air where he can really, like— put the defense and the other team on their toes, but then it's like score, you know, I I like It means that last touch. I know, but it's like I don't want to just be like, Oh yeah, he's got good speed, brings a breath of fresh air. Like I you know, it's like we should be able to put Gerso in and be like, okay, Gerso goes in and we can rely on him to, you know, give someone a break and produce produce a goal. He might he might he be might. able to
0: score some goals. Oh, he will. He, he will. was our offensive player of the
1: year last year.
0: He exactly. scored a few goals
2: last year.
1: Yeah. So let's hope we can see some things. I'm, ho- we I'm were confident. What, I'm in hopeful. the league
3: and scoring goals? I just, don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't I don't. want him to ever be categorized as just like the guy who comes in real quick just because we need like a burst. I want him to be the guy who comes in. I love Jurso. He's another one of my like. Yeah. I love him. Jurso. We'll see it. And he's no. like
0: the most stylish on the team, too. I he give. is. You got to give him credit for that. He's
1: got some swag.
0: All right, Allie. I believe you
3: had a against the run of play thing you wanted to bring okay, up tonight. Well, yes, yes. Final okay. thoughts here. Yes, we'll, we'll just
5: move just on to, to final thoughts. Yeah.
3: Allie's against the play moment.
1: Not even against the play. You're going to be very <laughs> underwhelmed, I think. But <laughs> um, it is. It was brought to my attention that Sporting does a lot of pranks. They're known for their pranks, and not just like every
0: April Fool's Day. There's always. Yeah, I we got pranked. Saw I
1: saw boy, Shally, Shelly, Colton Storm got pranked. I saw like all these pranks, and then Thad should the me some, Michael some Harrington. great, bla- yeah, Michael Harrington blast from the past pranks. So I was brainstorming. I was like, okay, well, what pranks do I want to see? What would be some good pranks? And I really, really want to see one of the players get pranked and tricked into thinking he is being recruited for The Bachelor. Or Bachelorette as a hey, contestant on the Bachelorette, like how fun? They did do that.
5: They did do that. Yeah, it wasn't, it
0: wasn't uh, the Bachelor though. It was uh, Dancing with the Stars. Is that the one I'm thinking of? They told well, him they were going on Dancing with the Stars.
2: Well, they did one of those, but didn't they do something with Vermees and The Bachelor where he was giving some players yes. roses? Yes, Ro- yes, they
3: did do that. Oh, yeah. They did do that.
2: Uh, and again, yeah. it's like you look at Vermees and go, he did
3: that.
1: Like, <laughs> oh my God, that
0: is, I was. What so was scared. that stick though? What was the? Who were they giving the roses to? I forget what that was for.
3: Yeah, we'll have to look it up. But they, it was done.
1: Okay, so maybe not a fresh idea, but <laughs> maybe a twist on an old prank. That
3: so you watch The Bachelor, Ellie?
1: I I used to watch it religiously and like make brackets, get really into it. Oh, oh God. my! I'm very <laughs> okay. Oh, no. We all have our guilty pleasures. That's one of mine. Junk TV. But it's gotten worse over time. Not gonna jump into it. This isn't a Bachelor podcast. But um, <laughs> yeah, we'll I will say <laughs> it would be really funny to convince one of the single guys on the team that he is being recruited to be a contestant. Yeah, for they the Bachelorette. J- they did okay. that
0: in uh, like Tim Melia, and someone thought they were going on Dancing with the Stars, or they were auditioning for Dancing with the Stars, and so they made him dance. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that
1: was good. Okay. Well,
0: um, I have a, I have a. Against the run of play as well. And that is, Timelia was again wearing that same kit. But I did notice it became less, became more acceptable upon seeing it elsewhere around the league.
3: (laughs) Maybe that's the reason he's overplaying crosses.
0: Hey, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I saw um, LAFC, the LAFC keeper was wearing the same one as well. But man, go back to those bright, bold colors. Even go back to green. I like when keepers wear green yeah. on the split, on that like off chance that you'll like disappear in the grass from a striker at you know one time and out of a million. I like it. I like keepers in green.
3: Well, if we're doing closing thoughts, hey, let's give our tip of a hat to the road run. Well done in Chicago.
0: Yes, that was several hundred strong, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I need to go on one of those warm 350, these days. Three fifty four hundred, I think, is yeah. what
2: they said, but Felipe
3: thought it was a <laughs> thousand. But I hope yeah. they come up with some new chants for some of these new guys. I suggested one on Facebook this week. I saw week that, yeah. For Johnny Russell and got a fair amount of comments. So, you know, hopefully we'll see some new well, chants. He, Here's some new he, chants. Uh, he had. That? Oh, or it was very plain. It? it was very plain. Yes, but, yeah. Will you change but now that? you have to sing it. Do I have to yeah, sing it? It was just, just to... hey, Johnny, hey. hey, Johnny, hey, Johnny, hey. And then they could add go, go Johnny, or, go, or oh, something gosh. like that at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I dig it. It's very simple, nothing too complex.
2: Well, it can't really be too complex for Cauldron being. Yeah, drunk. that's the point.
3: That's right. That's right. That's the point. Keep it um, simple, stupid.
2: He had a good chant over in
3: England. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. People uh, brought that up.
0: Well, I saw that video, but have uh, no idea what they were saying. A bunch of drunk English people didn't <laughs> understand
3: it at all. Well, there's got to be one for Gutierrez too. Got to be something for him because he's a stud.
0: He needs. A he's
3: my man sauce. crush of the season. Okay. There we go. Gutierrez, my man crush of the season.
5: We'll
2: have well, to give him a little more time before we can totally crush on him, but
3: <laughs>
2: he's getting some
1: attention. It takes attention. bad longer to fall. Okay,
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a more long discerning. season. We need to we need to hold back some of our praise from him so we have something to talk about, and you know, at the end of the season when he's still killing it,
5: mm.
1: hoping for no heartbreaks.
0: Like Messi, how do people analyze Messi? Messi had a good game. How do you say that anymore? At this point? <laughs> he's magisterial. Magisterial. <laughs> That guy's
2: awesome.
3: Thad's closing thought.
2: Actually, I don't know if it's a good closing thought or not, but it came up tonight about Daniel was called up to the U21 team, so he may not be available for one of the next two games. So he will be representing Hungary games on the 22nd and the 24th, I think,
0: or something like that. Yes. so next weekend.
2: Yeah, but... Correct. Colorado. In Colorado. Well... That would be the 24th. So, yeah, he probably will miss that. But what if they let him go early so he can get there to practice with the team? Could he maybe not be there this weekend?
3: I'm sure he will be. Pretty confident.
0: We need that man on the field.
1: (laughs) If he's not, no one talked to me. (laughs) All right, we're going to predict a score. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Score prediction. You have have to to start with me? Okay. Well, hmm. I say sporting wins. Two to one.
3: I say three to one.
2: Sporting three, Wondolowski two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to make me mad. Um, Would I ever do that? Uh, just I, because we swung so hard from being shut out to then scoring four, I'm going to say we're going to swing really hard again, and we're going to get a shutout. Ooh. So I'll say, even
1: given the state of the defense,
0: yes, that's what I'm saying. After week one, we're never gonna score a goal, and then we put in four, and now it's like, oh, we're never gonna stop a goal.
1: It'll or, just be shifting. All will season. Sporting <laughs> score?
0: What'd you say? Will Sporting score? Though, yeah, I was getting there. Yes, I'll I'll say uh, I'll say two to nothing. Okay,
3: right. Wondoloski if San Jose does score, <laughs> I predict people blame it on Lovato. That's my prediction. Right. <laughs> it'll just be the trend of the season. And it'll just flip-flop, flip-flop. Espinosa
1: Espinoza
0: got, got some of it pretty good this past week as well.
3: I think. Roger's doing some good stuff out there.
0: I agree.
2: Yeah, We we need to have somebody on that really hates Roger so that we know why they hate him.
3: Yeah. No. If you have an isolation camera on Roger all game, you'll appreciate all the things that Roger does.
0: We don't need to give a voice to the crazy few that, well, I thought that's how we got here.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they let us do Damn this it. podcast. <laughs> There's no other outlet for us. At Somebody's
0: all. letting us do this. Yeah, I was just like, we definitely <laughs> snuck into the studio. So. <laughs> um, uh, so before we get kicked out, any last words? Don't I'd, call security. Yeah, I'd say something uh, um, prophetic.
2: Man, prophetic. I don't know that I do that on the spur of the moment.
0: That's why. Um, I'm, that's why I do it to you.
2: Johnny Russell is the man.
0: Yeah, I agree. He is the man. In that, in the uh, behind the shields, at the very end of it, uh, they give a game ball to Russell and they give a game ball to Gutierrez. And when, after uh, Russell sits down, like he says a quick little thing, Ilya goes, Now this time in English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. That was classic. I didn't know Ilya was goofy like that. But in that video, you can kind of see it. He seems like he's like, a, like the class clown now.
2: He's, he's like, you know, it's his second year. He can relax.
0: And now that Benny's gone and now that Dwyer's gone, there's room for some shenanigans.
2: Well, somebody's got to step up to do the shenanigans. Right.
1: <laughs> Somebody has to step up and carry out my prank because I know that they're all going to listen to this. <laughs>
2: and well, I know Colton Storm will be involved if if he can help anybody pull a prank.
0: Well, I bet we picked up a, a lifelong listener in, in Daniel Shallowy. I <laughs> think, <laughs> <you> think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should be listening.
4: Daniel, if you're listening to this,
1: <laughs> 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 you're my sporting crush of the year.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up. It is. Past eleven o'clock now. It is time for bed. Um, we will uh, gonna try to get back in here next week again on Tuesday night. Try to become a regular thing here. And get you another podcast for Wednesday next week. Uh, watch the game this weekend. Send us your questions. What we should discuss? Get rowdy, folks!
1: Hope uh, sporting can see the luck of the Irish On Saturday.
0: Drink that green beer. Oh, I'd I'd love
3: to see it tomorrow's Apollo celebration. Anyway. And Delia in a green outfit. Right, there we go. (laughs) It'd be on theme
4: as well. Oh. All right.
5: All
0: right. We will talk to you guys next week.
5: See ya.
4: has just been sent off Some part of song of all comes off My foot potting things got me drinking My foot potting got me drinking My foot potting got me drinking Give me a beer of whiskey, wine or gin Anything to shake this for